0: The New England Patriots 26, the Colts 3, and it wasn't that close. It was not that close. It was bad. It was awful. So who's responsible? Tony Katz, good to be with you. JMV joins us from 93.5, 5, 107.5, the fan, and oh, holy hell, man. do <laughs> uh, uh, just over 100 yards uh, receiving or passing, not even 100 yards rushing, unless you account all the running Sam Ellinger did for his life because he was sacked nine times. Break down this game and break down the breakdown that is the Indianapolis Colts.
1: No, it was uh, the most embarrassing of performance I've ever seen out of a Colts team. And I go all the way back to when they got here, Tony, in 1984. Uh, I've never seen anything as pitiful as what we had witnessed yesterday. And, you know, you you take in consideration the passing yards and then the nine sacks. Uh, That's something we talked about on Friday. Certainly uh, New England was going to get after Sam Ellinger, and they did. But you consider that, I think, because you subtract the the yards lost because of the sacks. There's probably, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of, I don't know, 50, maybe even less than 50 yards for Ellinger there. I mean, it was – Absolutely embarrassing. And, Tony, I want to double back to something we had talked about, probably going back to September. What would it take for Jim Irsay to make a move? Now, I know a week ago Jim Irsay came out and said, that Chris Mortensen came out and said to Ed Rappaport that his guys were safe, that Frank was safe, that Chris was safe, everybody was safe. Now, that was before Halloween. That was in the moment. But I mentioned to you a month ago that it would take something catastrophic. At the time, hypothetically, we thought, well, losing – You know, the Carson Wentz, you know, in the fashion in which they end up losing, not with Carson Wentz, uh, might be something where the owner ends up making a move and takes measures in which he's never done before. Yesterday was the game. Yesterday was the game if something were to be done. Yesterday was the game because that is a flat embarrassment, and I don't care what anybody says. I'm over it. You got six years of a general manager. You got five years as a head coach. I don't want either one of these guys putting their fingerprints on what is going to be the next era of Colts teams. So whether you do it right now or at the end of the season, whatever, I guess, Tony, but you cannot allow these guys to fire up a rebuild again. I know everybody's on Frank Rock, and rightly so, but Chris Ballard is just as responsible, if not more, of this catastrophic mess that we witnessed yesterday
0: talking to JMV from 935 1075 the fan so you have you've been more than others harsher quicker I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong I'm just it's something that that I'm noting harsher quicker to where the Colts are and really uh, the first person I've heard questioning is Jim Ursay say a guy who will pull a plug in the middle if you're advising her say do you pull the plug in the middle on uh, Frank Reich and hand this team over to Gus Bradley for the rest of the season?
1: No, I don't, I don't think they do. And I don't even think it'd be Gus Bradley. I think it'd be probably special teams coordinator Bubba Ventron, who I think people view as maybe a, a longer-term possibility as a head coach somewhere. I think he would end up being here. No, Tony, do I think that he's going to do it? Because of the past, I don't. Like, I wouldn't bet on it right now. I'm just suggesting if there is a turn of events where it will validate Jim Irsay doing something in which he hasn't done, doing something in which he said just a little over a week ago would not do. Yesterday was the culmination of that validation for me. And then moving forward, I have been harsh. It's been six years, five years. And the problem is with Chris Ballard being as responsible as Frank Reich, it's his vision. This is his core belief. This is his foundation, and you saw it again yesterday. This offensive line is a mess. At 56, Quentin Anderson, the $20 million left guard in the future, is as big a mess as anybody. Think about this for a moment, Tony. Matthew Pryor, he got bent and moved around from left tackle, from right tackle, and then got benched again from right guard. What in the world is going on? There should be some kind of award for that right there, honestly, some kind of decoration for being that bad, and then for Chris Ballard to believe that he was going to be anywhere near the solution at left tackle is mind-blowing. We have all seen enough at this point. Clearly they're going to go down a new path at the end of the year, and I mean go ahead and wipe the slate clean. We've seen enough.
0: When you take a look at Sam Ellinger, it's very hard to question whether or not he can throw the ball if he's not given time. to to stand up. Uh, He's still your quarterback going forward?
1: You know, it's funny. I come from Southern Indiana. I've heard this all the time, right? There's this phrase people use when somebody um, is is okay, uh, but not, you know, where people believe him to be. They say, he ain't it. He ain't it, Tony. (laughs) I like him, and it's a great – story but as they say where I'm from in Greene County he ain't it we saw that yesterday and I know again the offensive line leads the way on this and the big joke that they are but they have to go out and I don't know how they're going to do it they're in a bad spot You think about it Tony they have three teams that are like right now worse than them they're going to have a higher pick that also are going to be on the lookout for quarterbacks and right now you have three quarterbacks that are the elite level guys coming out in this draft so they're going to have to get fortunate they're going to have to maneuver they're going to have to do something because they are going to draft a quarterback because again sam ellinger is not it
0: talking to jmv from 935 the fan 3 to 6 p.m is when you listen to him if you take out the blocked punt that led to a, a touchdown uh you know it was first in goal if you take out the the pick six in the fourth quarter this defense holds the patriots to 12 points I'm okay with this defense. Where are the holes for you, or are you in the same place
1: I am? No, you're right. There's no question about that. This defense deserves a lot better. Just like we talked about last week. Sam Ellinger, honestly, last week deserved a lot better than what he got. And You know, the responsibility there was on the defense in that final drive by the Washington Commanders. But, yes, there's no problem with the defense, especially up front, because a couple of guys, DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, played exactly how we believe that they should play. Bobby Okereke played exactly how we believe he should play. I have zero problem with the defense. It is the offense. And I think most importantly here, when when I talked about the offense, it does start with the offensive line. And that's why I'm so harsh on Chris Ballard, because this is his belief. He believes in non-essential high-level NFL winning positions. You look around the NFL and everybody's quarterback, you know, edge players, positional and wide receiver or edge rushers, everybody puts all their money into that. But here it goes into left guard, it goes into an offensive line, it goes into a linebacker, all really non essential high level winning NFL positions. And that's where it all starts right here. You have seen this thing fade into the abyss. And to me, here's the other thing too. We got to hear from somebody, Tony. I'm ready to hear. We haven't heard from Ballard since when? Right before the start of the season, since training camp? It's time to hear from Chris Ballard. He needs to come out and say something about this bad product. And, you know, Jim Irsay, too. Jim Irsay, for that matter, the only time Jim ever does anything, make a video when things are going right or things are happy. This is not the time for Colts fans around here. We need to see some leadership from an owner. We need to see some leadership at some point from a general manager. Get out and tell everybody around here what is going on Stop hiding behind these really ugly losses, and yesterday was the most ugly we've seen in forever here.
0: Is Sam Ellinger the quarterback against the Las Vegas Raiders, or is it the Nick Foles era?
1: No, I believe it's Ellinger again. They're going to ride this thing out, Tony. Ellinger was more so than anything else that Jim Ursay. Jim Ursay had the deeply rooted belief that Ellinger was going to be the guy. So it's going to be Ellinger coming up again. I kind of thought about that. You and I were texting back and forth yesterday, and I thought, is there going to be a – a point in time where further down the road we see foals but again i think that's only going to be with an injury in mind because again ellinger is the thought that jim mercy had more so than anybody else in in this organization so my full right. expectation in vegas on sunday ellinger being.